it, I'm ready to do it, I can't be afraid now Put me on the stage now, I'm ready to rage now I feel like an animal stuck in a cage and I'm ready to break out Bonjour, ladies and gents. Jamie in the house. How are you? All good. In the hood, I hope. It is a new year. And the reason that I'm saying that, and obviously we're getting to mid-Jan now, you're like, oh, I'm sick of this new year, new me bollocks. And me too, okay? One thing I love about January is everybody's very optimistic, everybody is very interactive, and everybody likes to see things that gets them healthier, happier, fitter, and stronger. And I don't know why, but as the year goes through, the good stuff is harder to get through to people. And people become more addicted to the shit stuff, the stuff that wastes their time, the, the arguments, the bitterness, the, all the shit that you know that you shouldn't be paying attention to, but you do anyway. So I do love this January time. And as always, something that I really enjoy doing is sharing some harsh truths. And that is exactly what I'm going to be doing today. I'm going to be sharing six harsh truths to help you improve not only your year, but the many years to come. Now, I've done lots of six, I've done lots of six harsh truths over the years, and they've been received very, very well. So what am I going to talk about with these six harsh truths? These are really, really going to help you understand things that you might already know, but need reminders of. And this is one thing that I say a lot. Common sense isn't always common practice. And if you say that when I say these, I already know that, and you're not doing it, please understand that knowing and not doing is the same as not knowing. So I'm going to go through these six harsh truths, I'm going to talk a little bit about them, and hopefully you'll take some of them on and carry them with you into this year and next year and the many years to come. So let's get into it. Number one, ladies and gents, is life's not fair. Not everyone starts from the same place and circumstances can vary wildly. And as soon as you understand this, the better. You might be looking at people on social media that are the same age as you and you feel inadequate because there's so many miles ahead of you. But one of the things that you have looked at incorrectly there is their age. Just because somebody's the same age as you and has achieved more doesn't mean fuck all because you don't know their background, you don't know their circumstances, you don't know how much luck that they've had in their life. And this is such an important thing to do because we seem to always hyperfixate on one or two things. And you can't do that with people because in order to have the things that that person has, you need to be that person. And I do this kind of mental process with this whenever I get envious or I feel, oh, that person's doing so much better than I am. I stop and I pause for a minute and I go, well, hang on a minute. Do you want to be that person? Because in order to be that person, I have to not have my family. I have to not have my circle of friends. I have to not live where I live. We have to do a straight swap of everything. And when I think about that, I don't fucking want to do it. And that's a good thing because that is exactly what you'd have to do to live that person's life. Now, going back to what I said about life's not fair, 
as soon as you realize that, it allows you to stop with all the comparison because the only life that matters is yours and what you're doing within that life. And something that I say to a lot of people is life is like a game of poker. Sometimes you get dealt a shit hand. But just because you do doesn't mean that you can't win the game because it's all about strategy. And if you're in you know, difficult circumstances, it doesn't mean that you can't win the game. You've just got to play differently. If so many people are getting ahead because they started earlier, that doesn't mean that you still can't win the game because it's not a competition of who can get to the finish line the fastest. And I think this is what really overwhelms people when it comes to success. They're like, oh, I'm not there yet, I'm not there, yeah, there, there yet, I'm not getting there. And it's like, well, hang on a minute, where's there? Because what happens is when you get to there, the, the next game is staying there. And in order to stay there, the things that you did to get there need to be sustainable. And I'm not just talking about success, I'm talking about weight loss, I'm talking about anything like that. So many people focus on getting there, but they don't focus on staying there. And the only way that you're gonna stay there is by choosing the right things, choosing the right habits, choosing the right routines, choosing the right people. And actually when you do do that, it will take longer. And that's absolutely fine because it's a more enjoyable journey. When you get to your destination, you'll stay at that destination and even go on. Life isn't fair, ladies and gents. And it's very much like a game of poker. Sometimes you get dealt a shit hand, but just because you do doesn't mean you can't win because it's all about selecting the right strategy. Number two, success whatever you define as success, requires sacrifice. So if you're going into this year, if you're going into anything that you're looking to achieve, a lot of people look at themselves and they think, what do I need to do to get there? And I'll be honest, a lot of the time that's the wrong question because it's sometimes not about what you need to do, it's what you need to sacrifice, what you need to not do. And there's three things which you want to consider when it comes to you know, leveling up. And those three things are comforts, time, and relationships. One of the reasons that you're not getting to where you wanna be is because you're not giving up some of the comforts that help you manage stress. And what I mean by that is less comforts, more coping mechanisms. And a lot of people have very negative coping mechanisms, such as alcohol, such as smoking, such as all of these things which get an immediate return when you use them because they help reduce down stress. But they don't replace it. Okay, so they might reduce it down, but then it comes back again, and guess what happens? You use that coping mechanism again. Say you use alcohol to reduce your stress. That means whenever you are stressed, you're gonna reach for alcohol. That's not gonna help you in the long term. So it's really writing down and going, what comforts do I use as coping mechanisms? And it's making a sacrifice to get rid of some of those. And I would say it's not about getting rid per se, it's about changing them. And the things that you're gonna change are gonna be a lot more difficult. So instead of reaching for a beer, you reach for your trainers and go out for a jog. Which one's easier? 
reaching for the beer, of course. Which one produces a better result? Going for a run. In fact, that in the long term, when you start doing that and start noticing the results from doing that, it's going to make you feel so much better. So it's not about getting rid of things, it's about changing things. The next one is time. If you want to become successful, you need to invest time in specific things. And once again, this is another problem that people have because they spend too much time on lots of things that don't matter and they, and they spend too much time on lots of different things. And I said a piece of content a few weeks back and I, I was being as honest and as nice as possible. And I said, people these days are shit. And the reason that people are, are so shit is because they have an abundance of choice, which means that they can choose anything they want to do because you can pretty much learn anything on YouTube. But do you know the problem with that? You think you want to learn everything and you need to fucking pick something. And as soon as you pick something and focus on just that, once again, you're investing the time in beating on a craft, becoming more skillful, becoming better, and becoming more valuable. And you are rewarded in this world based on the value that you can put into it and the value that you are to other people. So comforts, time, and the important one when it comes to success is relationships. And you are going to have to sacrifice some of the relationships that are hindering you to get where you want to be. And this is such a difficult thing to do, but also a very important thing to do. Because it comes to, like I do all the time, pen and paper and being honest with yourself and writing down what are the relationships in my life that are helping me? And what are the relationships in my life that are hindering me? And a lot of this will be based on your family, your friends, and your loved ones. If your partner's not supportive, if your partner is hindering you, you've got to have a sit-down conversation with them. You might actually need to have an honest conversation with yourself about where this is going and where you want to be in the next five years, as a couple or as not. Very, very difficult thing to do. But if you want to be where it is that you want to be, you need to have these difficult conversations. The next one is family. A lot of people don't think about this. Family can help or hinder you. Everyone has got those bell-end family members and the reason that you put up with their shit is because they're family. And it's just like, well, hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. And I'm not saying ditch your family, but you need to allocate less time with them. And you might need to sit them down and have a conversation with them because they might actually not know the way in which you feel because you've got so used to that family member or those family members saying certain things to you, having certain habits and routines and responses to you that you haven't stopped to consider, have you actually communicated with them of how that affects you? Because it's a difficult conversation to have. And if you want to get where it is that you want to be, you need to be having these difficult conversations. And I think one that so many people can relate to is friends. Okay, friends. And it's such, it's, it's such a difficult thing because it's interesting because if somebody is toxic, they're not a friend. If somebody, when you speak to them and you, you know, 
walk off and you feel worse having spoken to them, they're not a friend. And make this year a year where you choose your friends carefully. You know, if your friends are not supporting you, if your friends are not excited for the things that you're doing, if your friends are not helping you level up, then they're not fucking friends. They're just associates. They're just people that you have been hanging around with for far too long. And this isn't an extreme case of ditching everybody because the danger's in the dosage. There are friends of mine who I enjoy spending time with, but only enjoy spending maybe once or twice a year with. And they tend to be older friends, friends that I met from school. We have nothing in common these days, but we like to reminisce once or twice a year about the good old times because nostalgia's a fantastic feeling. But I don't want to spend every single week with them. And that's what I mean about choosing the time in which you spend with people because I want to spend more time with people that are going to help me level up. You know, with my fitness, with my mindset, my business, I want to be hanging around more with those people and less of the people that are, you know, if I spent too much time with them, potentially hindering me. And you need to get honest with yourself with this family, friend, loved one list. Because as soon as you are clear on the people that are stopping you getting from where you want to be, the sooner you're going to get there. Okay? So, number two, harsh truth. Success requires sacrifice. Moving on now, ladies and gents, to number three. And number three is life is often about choices, not chances. Decisions, not circumstances, often dictates one's life. Now, you're going to have different chances in your life, but what's going to change it is the choices in which you make. Choosing to go to the gym or choosing not to go to the gym. Choosing to eat good quality food or choosing to eat crap. Choosing to hang around with the right people or choosing not to. Choosing to go to bed early or choosing to stay up late. You're going to be given many different choices and nobody gives a fuck what choices that you make. The only person that actually matters with these is you is the choices that you make. And a quote which I remind myself of all of the time is what you practice in private, you'll be rewarded for in public. And it's so, so true. Most of the things that I do daily, I don't really show. I'm actually starting to show more of them. I've decided to do a little, one or two little vlogs a week just uh, as an insight. Uh, into my habits and routines and the things that I do when I'm not talking shit on camera. But most of the things that I do, the stretching, the reading, the writing, the breath work, I was going to say the cold plunges, pretty much everyone's seen me uh, cold plunges. No one really sees them because they're the choices that I've made to become a better person. And on reflection over the last few years, those habits and routines have changed my life. So number three, life is often about choices, not chances. And it just reminds me of a quote that the harder I work, the luckier I get. So think about it like that. Number four, 
you will face rejection. Okay, no doesn't always mean no. Uh, it usually means try again. One of the best skills that you can get good at is learning to deal with rejection because people can't deal with it. People can't deal with being told no. People can't deal with not getting the thing that they want. And what you need to understand is the reason that you haven't got what you want yet might be a number of things. One, it might be that you're not good enough to get the thing that you want, in which case you need to work harder to get the opportunity to do it. Or two, you just gave up. You, you had one no and you just gave up. And if you understand that no doesn't mean no, it means try again, and this is a framework that I use a lot, then you're going to be able to deal with rejection because whenever I fuck up, whenever I make a mistake, and, and by the way, that's a lot, do I get pissed off? Of course I fucking do. I always get pissed off. I, I get pissed off myself. I get pissed off that I, I didn't get what I want, but then I stop. I take a little pause I get my pen and paper out, and as you can see, a lot of the things that I do, still pen and paper out. And I give myself what's known as an after-action review. Now, I was in the army for seven years, and I've pretty much stolen this from when I was a soldier. And my after-action review is this. What went right? What went wrong? And the important one, what can be improved next time I attempt this. Because the lessons are in that feedback from fucking up and failing and, and, and that rejection. And when you get used to rejection, you can go again and again and again and again and eventually get the thing that you want. And this is the same with people. This is a, the same with career choices. This is the same with relationships. Persistence often is what is required to get the things that you want. So number four, you will face rejection. Get used to it. I, I like a thing that Tim Ferriss does. And if you want to try this experiment, I, I challenge you to do it. And what Tim Ferriss says is that you should go into a coffee shop and when they tell you how much it is, ask for a discount. And there's a reason for this. One, us being in the UK, we don't tend to ask for discounts very often. And number two, it's cringy as fuck, <laughs> okay? If you're walking into a Costa Coffee and you ask for a 10% discount, you're going to feel this cringe coming down like, oh, this is so cringy. And that's exactly why you're going to do it. Because you're going to get two responses. You're either going to have yes, in which case you've got 10% off, or you're going to have, which is most likely going to be, no. But I guarantee you in that queue, for hours and hours and hours that they've been serving coffee, that nobody, no one asked for 10% off. And actually, that coffee shop person might actually respect that. It's the fact that you asked for a discount and you might actually get it. We're not focused on getting it. We're focused on getting used to being told no. So if you want to try that little challenge, I highly recommend that you do. It's all about getting over the cringiness of things. That's going to get you where you want to be. A lot of the time that you're not willing to attempt something is you know, the fear of other people's thoughts. And this is what really, 
really gets to people when it comes to rejection. Because when you are told no by somebody else, you feel that they're judging you. You feel that that no has come because they don't like you. You think that no has come because they don't want you, what it is that you have. And you might have just got that person at the wrong time. You might have just got the wrong person. They might have actually done you a favor because you don't know anything about them. So get used to rejection. No doesn't always mean no. Sometimes it just means try again. Number five, and this is such an important one which so many people fuck up. Not everyone has the same heart as you. Expecting others to act or feel as you do often leads to disappointment. And I guarantee you've had this situation, ladies and gents, where you have done something really nice for somebody and they haven't reciprocated. And you have been so pissed off about it. You're like, well, I did this for you. Why didn't you do this for me? And it's just understanding that people work, people value different things very, very differently. I'd highly recommend looking at love languages. Um, people are in some ways very skeptical. And what I mean, this is very much an, a, a UK thing. If somebody does something nice for you in the UK, a lot of time you think, oh, what's the catch? Because we're not used to people doing nice things for us. But understand that just because you do something nice doesn't mean that that person's going to do something nice in return because everyone has different meanings behind things and not everyone has the same heart as you. And this is something that I always say that's really, really helped me. Give and forget, receive and remember. You can't go wrong by understanding that. Give and forget, receive and remember. Just do good things for people because you like doing good things. Don't expect anything in return. But when somebody does do something good for you, reciprocate. Okay? Reciprocate. If you can get that right, then trust me, you won't have any problems becoming successful. Do things for the right reasons. And here's a really important one when it comes to understanding that not everyone will have the same heart as you. Don't be disappointed. Don't expect anything from anyone. And if somebody does something nice, that's great. Because one of the things about selflessness, one of the things about contribution, one of the things about doing nice things to people is it doesn't just make them feel good. It makes you feel good. So give and forget, receive and remember. Don't expect people to have the same heart as you. Expecting things from others just because you've done it is just going to lead you to disappointment. And the worst thing that can happen from that is that you end up not doing nice things for people. You end up losing that heart that you have because other people aren't doing it. Never, ever, ever allow anybody's, uh, any other person's negative actions to affect your positive ones. Simple as that. So number five, not everyone has the same heart as you. Moving on to my final one, and it's number six. You have to make your own purpose. Life doesn't come with a manual or with a purpose. You have to create your own meaning. One of the biggest questions that I get asked all the time is, Jay, how do I find my purpose? Usually, the, cue, the clue is in the name. Okay? You're expecting your purpose to land on your lap. You're not going out there and finding it. Going out there and trying shit. 
going out there and doing different things. At the same time, everybody in life has a different purpose. Everybody in life has a different meaning. There's this age-old thing of going, what is the meaning of life? I don't think there is a particular one meaning behind life because we all expect different things from it. We all enjoy different things. We all do different things. So if we understand that, we once again need to get honest with ourselves and ask ourselves, what, what am I doing on this planet? What do I want to do? It took me a long time to find my purpose. And sometimes I lose sight of that. But as soon as I've got it locked in and loaded, I know exactly what it is that I enjoy doing. And I'm doing it right now. Some of the things that I love doing is going live, talking, helping, sharing ideas, making people healthier, happier, fitter, and stronger. And it's very addictive because I enjoy doing it. Other people enjoy when I do it, which means I do it more. And for me, that is the meaning, to do stuff that you love doing that benefits other people and you could quite happily do every single day. And if you really want to find your purpose, I highly recommend checking out Ikigai. And Ikigai is a simple Japanese framework of really finding out what you enjoy, what you can be paid for, and what you're good at. And it's about finding those things. And then you end up really digging deep and going, well, what am I good at? What could somebody pay me for? What do I enjoy doing? What can I see myself doing 10 years from now? If you've never ever sat down and, and written out your ikigai, make this year that time where you really jot it all down, get it all planned out, and know exactly why you're doing things, the meaning behind your life, the purpose. What gets you up in the morning? Not Obviously, for most people, it's like my alarm clock, Jay. So I know so many people that wake up in two different mindsets. They wake up in a reactive mindset, and then they wake up in a proactive mindset. And the difference between the two is this. People in a reactive mindset wake up and they're like, what has the world got in store for me today? And the reason that they do that is because they have no meaning, they have no purpose, and they have got so used to doing things for others that they haven't stopped to consider what they want for themselves. The second thing, uh, the second person is the person in the proactive mindset. And a person in a proactive mindset wakes up and they think, what can I give to the world today? And that person has meaning, has purpose. They wake up excited for the day because they want to add value to the world. And if you can become that proactive person, know what it is that you want to do, get excited to wake up in the morning and, and fucking do it, and do it every single day, that, to me, ladies and gents, is the definition of success. So, ladies and gents, that is my six harsh truths. Just to reiterate through those, number one, Life's not fair. It's like a game of poker. Sometimes you get dealt a shit hand. That could be circumstances. That can be a number of things. Late starts, the lot. But just because you've had all of those things doesn't mean you can't win the game. Because you can still win a game of poker with a shit hand. It's all about 
picking the right strategy. Number two, success requires sacrifice. You're gonna to have to sacrifice comforts, time, and relationships. Be clear, be clear on the things that are helping you in your life of those three and the things that are hindering you. Pen, paper, write shit down. Number three, life is often about choices, not chances. Decisions, not circumstances, often dictates one's life. You have an abundance of choice each day. Choose the right things and your life gets better. Number four, you will face rejection. No doesn't always mean no. Usually it means try again. Get used to being rejected. If you, if you want to head into Costa and ask for a discount, it's once again a little bit of a practice. It's cringy as fuck that might actually help you deal with rejection better. Number five, not everyone has the same heart as you. Expecting others to act or feel as you do often leads to disappointment. Remember, give and forget, receive and remember. Okay, don't expect anything from anyone. And when you do get things from people, return the favor. It's a great way to look at things. And you'll get a hell of a lot more done. Because it's, it's this expectation from others that fucks us up. And number six, you have to make your own purpose. Life doesn't come with a manual or purpose. You have to create your own meaning. And when you do, you wake up in that proactive mindset. You wake up going, what can I give the world today? And as soon as you become that kind of person, magical things start to happen for you. So ladies and gents, that is it from today's live stream. My focus is to really double down on this podcast, double down on my live streams. So I really hope that was valuable uh, for you. Something that I say on every podcast that I do with the Mindset Muscle Podcast is what you put in your body affects how you look and how you feel. And what you put in your head affects what you think and what you do. And today, you've been filling your heads with me, Jay Alderton. Ladies gents, really hope you enjoyed that. And I'll see you again very, very soon. Adios. Amigos. None of you people can tell me to stop. My town, my crown. We know what it takes to be reaching the top. We're reaching the top. We're reaching the top. We know what it takes to be